Welcome to the official RX Theatre Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Reinard, and on this episode, we'll be speaking to Eric Armstrong, director of Gaslight by Patrick Hamilton, which will take place October 27th and 28th, and the following week on November 3rd and 4th at the Avenue Theatre in Rochester. Tickets are available now at the website rxproductions.com or at Hostess Gift Shop in Beaver. In the play, Bella Manningham, played by Jen Ryan, is being manipulated by her husband, Jack Manningham, played by Eric McMillan, into believing that she's losing her mind. Retired police detective Ruff, portrayed by Dave Newman, comes to help Bella sort out her dire situation. I don't mean anything. It's you who read meanings into everything, Bella dear. I wish you weren't such a perfect little silly. Come here and stop it. I've just thought of something rather nice. Something nice? What have you thought of, Jack? I shan't tell you unless you come here. What is it, Jack? What have you thought of? I read here that Mr. McNaughton... The celebrated actor is in London for another season. Yes, I read that. What of it, Jack? What of it? What do you suppose? Oh, Jack, dear, do you mean it? Would you take me to see McNaughton? You wouldn't take me to see McNaughton, would you? Not only would I take you to see McNaughton, I am going to take you to see McNaughton. That is, if you want to go. Oh, Jack, what heaven! When would you like to go? You have only three weeks according to this advertisement. Oh, what perfect heaven! Oh, let me see. Do let me see. There, you see? You can see him in comedy or tragedy according to your choice. Which would you prefer, Bella, the comedy or the tragedy? Oh, it's it's so hard to say. Either would be equally wonderful. Which would you choose if you were me? Well, it depends, doesn't it? On whether you want to laugh or whether you want to cry. Oh, I want to laugh. But then, I should like to cry, too. In fact, I should like to do both. Oh, Jack, what made you decide to take me? Well, my dear, you've been very good lately, and I thought it would be well to take you out of yourself. Oh, Jack, dear, you have been so much kinder lately. Is it possible you're beginning to see my point of view? I don't know that I ever differed from it, did I, Bella? Oh, Jack, dear, it's true. It's true. All I need is to be taken out of myself. Some little change, to have some attention from you. Oh, Jack, I'd be better. I could really try to be better, you know in what way, if only I could get out of myself a little more. How do you mean, my dear? Better. You know in what way, dear. About all that's happened lately? We said we wouldn't speak about it. Oh, no, don't let's speak about that. No, dear, I I don't want to, but what I say is so important. I have been better. Even in the last week, haven't you noticed it? And why is it? Because you have stayed in and been kind to me. The other night when you stayed in and played cards with me, it was like old days and I went to bed feeling a normal, happy, healthy human being. And then the day after when you read your book to me, Jack, and we sat by the fire, I felt all my love for you coming back then, Jack. And I slept that night like a child. All those ghastly dreads and... Terrible, terrible fear seemed to have vanished. And all just because you had given me your time and taken me from brooding on myself in this house all day and night. I wonder if it is that, or whether it's merely that your medicine is beginning to benefit you. No, Jack dear, it's not my medicine. I've taken my medicine religiously. Haven't I taken it religiously? Much as I detest it. It's more than medicine that I want. It's the medicine of a sweet sane mind of interest in something. Don't you see what I mean? Well, we are talking about some gloomy subjects, aren't we? 
Yes, I, I don't want to be gloomy, dear. That's the last thing I want to be. I only want you to understand. Say you understand. Well, dear, don't I seem to? Haven't I just said I'm taking you to the theater? Yes, dear. Oh, yes, you have. Oh, and you've made me so happy. So happy, dear. Well then, which is it to be? The comedy or the tragedy? You must make up your mind. Oh, Jack, which shall it be? What shall it be? It matters so little. It matters so wonderfully little. I'm going to the play. Do you understand that, my husband? I'm going to the play. Come in. Uh, no, Nancy. I think we'll have it on the table today. Oh, just as you wish, madam. Tell me, Nancy. If you were being taken to the play and had to choose between comedy and tragedy, which would you choose? No, madam. I go for the comedy all the time. Would you? Why would you choose the comedy, Nancy? I like to laugh, madam. I suppose. Do you? Well, I dare say you're right. I must bear it in mind. Mr. Manningham's taking me next week, you see. Oh, yes. I hope you enjoy it. I'll bring him off directly. My dear, what are you doing? The little beast. Let her put that in her pipe and smoke it. But what has she done? Ha! Oh, you don't know her. She tries to torment and score off me all day long. You don't see these things. A man wouldn't. She thinks me a poor thing, and now she can suffer the news that you're taking me to the theatre. I think you imagine things, my dear. Oh, no, I don't. We've been too familiar with her. Come along, my dear. You sit one side and I the other like two children in the nursery. You seem wonderfully pleased with yourself, Bella. I must take you to the theatre more often if this is the result. Oh, Jack, I wish you could. I don't really know why we shouldn't. I used to like nothing so much when I was a boy. In fact, you may hardly believe it, but I even had an ambition to be an actor myself at one time. I can well believe it, dear. Come along to your tea now. Yeah, thank you. Well, good evening. Mrs. Manningham, I believe. How are you, Mrs. Manningham? How do you do? I'm very much afraid. Very much afraid you don't know me from Adam. That's the root of the matter, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not that. But no doubt you've come to see my husband. Oh, no, no, you couldn't be further out. On the contrary, I've chosen this precise moment to call when I knew your husband was out. May I take off my things and sit down? Why, yes, I suppose you may. You're a good deal younger and more attractive than I thought, you know. But you're looking very pale. Have you been crying? Really, I'm afraid I don't understand at all. You will do so shortly, madam. Very shortly. You're the lady who's going off her head, aren't you? What made you say that? Who are you? What have you come to talk about? Ah, oh, you're running away with things, Mrs. Manningham, and asking me a good deal I can't answer at once. Instead of that, I'm going to ask you a question or two. Now, please, will you come here and give me your hands? Now, Mrs. Manningham, I want you to take a good look at me and see if you're not looking at someone to whom you can give your trust. I am a perfect stranger to you, and you can read little in my face besides that, but I can read a great deal in yours. What? What can you read in mine? Why, madam, I can read the tokens of one who has traveled a very long way upon the path of sorrow and doubt, and will have, I fear, to travel a little further yet before she comes to the end. But I fancy she is coming toward the end for all that. Come now, are you going to trust me and listen to me? Who are you? God knows I need help. Oh, I very much doubt whether God knows anything of the sort, Mrs. Manningham. If he did, I believe he would have come to your aid before this. But I am here, and so you must give me your faith. Who are you? Are you a doctor? Nothing so learned, ma'am. Just a plain police detective. Police detective? Yes, or was some years ago. At any rate, still detective enough to see that you've been interrupted in your tea. Couldn't you start again and let me have a cup? I, yes, yes, I will give you a cup. It only wants water. You never heard of the celebrated Sergeant Ruff, madam? 
Sergeant Ruff who solved the Plodsley Diamond case. Sergeant Ruff who hunted down the Camberwell dogs. Sergeant Ruff who brought Sandham himself to justice. Or were all such sensations before your time? Sandham? Why, yes, I have heard of Sandham. The murderer, the throttler. Yes, madam. Sandham the throttler. And you are now looking at the man who gave Sandham to the man who throttled him. And that was the common hangman. In fact, Mrs. Manningham, you have in front of you one who was quite a personage in his day, believe it or not. I quite believe it. Won't you sit down? I'm afraid it won't be very hot. Thank you. How long have you been married, Mrs. Manningham? Five years, and a little. Where have you lived during all that time, Mrs. Manningham? Not here, have you? No. First we went abroad, then we lived in Yorkshire, and then six months ago my husband bought this house. You bought it? Yes. I had a bit of money. My husband thought this was an excellent investment. You had a bit of money, eh? That's very good. And does your husband always leave you alone like this in the evenings? Yes. He goes to his club, I believe, and does business. Oh, yes? Yes. And does he give you a free run of the whole house while he's out? Yes. Uh, well, no. Not the top floor. Why do you ask? Ah, not the top floor. No, no. Will you have some sugar? Thanks. What were you saying? Before I go any further, Mrs. Manningham, I must tell you there's a leakage in your household. You have a maid called Nancy? Yes. And Nancy walks out of an evening with a young man named Booker in my employ. I only live a few streets away from you, you know. Oh, yes. Well... There is hardly anything which goes on in this house, which is not described in detail to Booker, and from that quarter it reaches me. Oh, I knew it. I knew she talked. Now I know it. She shall be dismissed. Oh, no. No such retribution is going to overtake her at the moment, Mrs. Manningham. In fact, I fancy you're going to be heavily in debt to your maid, Nancy. If it were not for her indiscretions, I should not be here now, should I? Hello, Eric. This is your directorial debut, is that right? Um, not actually. I've directed several musicals before, and I directed Meet Me in St. Louis back in December. This is my first time directing a straight play. What made you decide to take on Gaslight as your first dramatic directorial effort? Actually, it wasn't my first decision. I was asked to uh, direct a play in the spring, but it turned out that it didn't work for my schedule. So uh, they asked me if I would be willing to direct Gaslight, a play which I didn't know much about at the time. And I said, well, sure, I'll take this on. And it turns out I fell in uh, love with it. It is an amazing play, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so I'm going to ask you about the rehearsal process. What's that been like? It must be kind of taxing with such a dense play like this with so much going on in it. Yes, it's involved a great deal of dealing with details and micromanagement and trying to get as organized and being able to delegate things to people who you trust to be able to get things done. It's like being the general in charge of a small army, but it's, it's been an enjoyable process. Was it, is it more difficult than you expected, or was it just about what you expected? It's been easier than I expected. Uh, I know it's hard to say that, but I think the real reason why is because I'm just working with a cast of people who have really come through for me. Uh -huh. And they've really made this process uh, a wonderful process, and they're getting their lines learned, and they're really delivering some wonderful acting. And, and so I'm not having to work with them quite as much on the acting because it's a long play. And that frees me up to be a creative artist and really do some interesting, innovative, improvisatory things with them. And I think they've enjoyed the process as well. I suppose one of the big challenges has been trying to come up with an uh, appropriate Victorian-era material, uh, right. uh, set pieces and uh, costume pieces to use, because that kind of stuff just isn't sitting around. 
How does doing this drama compare to directing musicals that you've done in the past? Well, of course, there's no musical rehearsal. So, um, uh, like, for example, when I did Meet Me in St. Louis, I, of course, I had to rehearse a lot of songs with people and uh, have entire rehearsals that were just musical rehearsals. Whereas this play is much more intense in terms of dialogue and big monologues for the actors to learn. And um, it's, it's just intense, but in a different way. I don't know if one is easier than the other, but I do feel that um, they're, they're both equally challenging in their own way. Um, one thing that's nice about Gaslight is that it allows me to sit back and truly direct, whereas I was the keyboard player for, the, for most of the musicals I've directed, and so I had to play an integral role in making the music and directing at the same time. Right. This time I've had the opportunity to just sit back and have my assistant director assist me with some things and truly be a creative artist. Okay, so Jan Ryan is playing uh, Bella Manningham in Gaslight. How do you prepare her? I know she has her own preparation process, I'm sure. What do you do to help her prepare for this sort of emotional roller coaster she's going to be going on? Well, it's very interesting that you should ask that. Uh, Jen is a wonderful actress, and she has brought a great deal of her own emotional, uh, I'm going to say, landscape and experience into doing this play. So a lot of it, I have allowed her to just be herself and leave Jen out in the parking lot and come in and truly just embrace her own character. And another thing that I've really tried to do, and I think it's been successful, is that on several of the monologues, I simply said to her, I am giving you permission to use this stage and use these props and do whatever your character tells you to do and emotionally let go and let this happen. And I feel that that's been really successful as opposed to me just sitting there and micromanaging every single movement. Say, I want you here. I want you here. I want you here. No, you do where your, where your feelings and emotions are telling you to go at this time. So by the time you're done with this monologue, by the time you're done with the scene, okay, I want you to be here and facing this person, but in between, let it go. And that's what I've encouraged actually a lot of people to do is just let their feelings go. And it's with really experienced actors, it's working out very well. Mm -hmm. They are quite experienced, aren't they? They've all been doing it for quite a while. Yeah, that's really good. Well, Eric, thank you very much for joining us today. It was a very, very interesting interview. Thank you. I'm glad that you had me. Jen Ryan, and I'm playing Bella Manningham. Bella is um, a very interesting and emotionally rich character. When I first read the script, I, I, I fell in love with her, and I knew I absolutely had to play her. I was actually salivating at the idea of playing this role, because I have never seen a character hit so many emotional highs and lows in one act, let alone a play. And um, she's, she's amazingly vulnerable, yet brave, her mind is weak from what's happening, but she's brilliant at the same time, really able to figure out things that are that are going on. And uh, she has a really gentle spirit, and she really does love her her husband, her terrible, terrible husband. But uh, she's she's just a, a very nuanced character, and I'm just I'm really very privileged to uh, to play her. And um, I am a advocate for mental health. So this particular role is just extremely important to me. I take it, you know, very personally. You know, I'm just really, really excited to play it. And I, and I can't wait for audiences to experience her the way that I did. And I hope that um, I can do the character justice. I'm Eric McAnallen. I'm playing uh, Jack Manningham. 
I don't know how explicit I can be. Jack's a, a right bastard. <laughs> if you ever heard the term gaslighting, this is where it comes from, from the play Gaslighting. And, and Jack is manipulative while on the surface he's suave and debonair and he's he's kind of stuck on himself. And uh, he's, he's taken it upon himself to uh, get rid of his wife by driving her insane and having her institutionalized. My name's Dave Newhart and I have the privilege of... Uh portraying the role of Detective Sergeant Ruff. Ruff is a, an old detective who can't let go of a 15-year-old murder case and drops in on Mrs. Manningham to try to follow up on some theories he has about the case. He's kind of funny at times, very serious at times, sometimes mysterious. It's a challenging part. I'm enjoying it, and I think if you come out, you'll enjoy the show and enjoy the mysterious end. Hi, I'm Danielle Lang. I am a regular player with our act, my role is of Elizabeth, who is supposed to be a 50-year-old amiable subservient woman. Huh? Yeah, everything that I'm not. Um, I'm, I've also faced the challenge of learning to speak with a British accent because apparently everything that I'm doing is either coming out German or Southern. So I'm trying to nail down the British accent. This is a good show. It, it'll definitely keep you on the edge of your seat. So you need to come see this show. You need to see these actors because they are at their best and they are at the top of their game. And if you miss it, you're going to regret it. I'm Rika Howarth, and I'm playing the role of the naughty maid named Nancy. And Nancy is kind of an interesting role. So she is the seductress in the play, and she is trying to seduce her employer under the nose of the wife. So I think for this play, it's kind of interesting and a challenge for me because I'm speaking in a Cockneyed Bridges accent. So that's something that I had to learn how to do. And it's been a lot of fun. So you should come out to the play and check out my awesome accent. <laughs> and also there's a really, there's really a lot of good interplay between the different characters, a lot of tension and hot and cold. So it's pretty cool. It's a thriller, but there's also a little comedy come to our act to see this production of Gaslight, you really don't want to miss it. It's completely different than anything that I've seen recently at any of our uh, local community theaters here in Beaver County, and it is a, a don't miss. So I hope to see you there. You've been listening to the our Act Productions podcast. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, RX 25th Anniversary Gala takes place on November 19th at 5 p.m. at Center Stage in Manaka. Tickets are available at showflix.com. You are listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network.